Welcome to Storytime with Jeff. I am Jeff Rabinowitz, real estate entrepreneur, Legal Shield associate, and deal facilitator. There is nothing I like much more than drinking whiskey and talking real estate, and that is what I intend to do. Nothing stated during this podcast is intended as advice. If you wish to apply an idea to your situation, that is on you, my friend. Get appropriate counsel. I can be contacted at realestateatfarmerjeffcott.com. You guys know the drill. It'll be, it'll be in the notes. Um, I, I have a Facebook page titled Damn the Recession, and I have a series of blogs on bigger pockets titled Confessions of a Private Lender. Come on by, um, uh, put a comment down, let me know you're there. Um, I, I wish to thank Jeremy Burgess, the founder of Renegade Detroit Investors, for recording this episode and making it available. If you are local to Southeast Michigan, come out and meet him. The Renegades meet the first Tuesday of the month um, at Always Brewing Coffee Shop in Detroit. And Jeremy, how do, how do people reach you? Hey, everybody. If you're interested in attending any of the local meetings, go to meetup.com forward slash Renegade Detroit Investors or facebook.com forward slash Detroit Investment Club. And I'll see you there. Never miss a meeting. We're we're uh, very excited. To, we're on location here at Secreto at, at Secreto's uh, cigar bar in in beautiful downtown Ferndale. Is it still fabulous Ferndale? I, I don't. I, Ferndale, fabulous Ferndale. There, there we go. Our, many names. Okay, and and uh, uh, McGregor Brown here uh, is from my whiskey group, and he introduced us to this place. Uh, I understand they've uh, they they had a couple tastings. Uh, well, they had one last week, uh, a Belveni tasting, and we're. Uh, uh, yes, actually, we just had our Belvini tasting yesterday. Belvini, Belvini. Belvini, I'm sorry. <laughs> My that good. We had the tasting of that last night. Very successful with that. Okay. Filled our back room with that. The week before, last Thursday, we had a Glenfiddich event that was excellent here, too. We have more events coming up here in the next month for everybody. Uh, great happy hour specials daily as well. Uh, probably the best whiskey selection in the metro Detroit area. Everything from your orphan barrels. Any pappies, as well as some very rare Japanese whiskeys, too. Uh, you, that, 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 that Japanese shelf there is yeah, as good as very, I've seen anywhere around, man. Yeah, anyways, McGregor, we're also joined here by Tommy Desmond and, and, and Tom Otterman. I'm, I'm going to introduce Hi. them in, in, uh, in, in a bit here. I guess say hello, but I'll, I'll give you guys a chance to introduce yourselves a little did. bit in a moment. I said um, hi. Our I'm special. Tommy. Nice to be here. This is Tom. <laughs> This Tom Otterman confusing and rapidly. we got Tom and Tommy. Yeah, this, right? is, this, this is going to be a, uh, a what, what, what do they call it? A group, uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're, hey, it's an experiment. Clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck. <laughs> it's, it's pretty appropriate. If, if, if you like it, let us know. If you don't, hey, maybe we'll do better next time. Um, maybe. We're, um, um, we need to introduce um, the, the, well, our, our, our liquid guests are going to be multiples here because we're in a bar and we, uh, Tommy and I will be we drinking can. whiskey and and we set up a couple rounds. First, uh, we should probably introduce the, 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 the cigars we're smoking and since I have no idea what this is that I'm sucking on, can anybody, can anybody, <laughs> anybody know what I've got? I believe that is a that is a mild to medium Nicaraguan. Okay. So, yes. And, and, uh, what does it say on the label? I can't. See I from can't here. really read it, man. <laughs> it's got a. It's got a nice picture. Picture of a really it, pretty. Uh, it's good you got a whiskey one. podcast because you'd have a shitty cigar podcast. <laughs> I, I, guys, I, I haven't smoked a cigar in a couple of years, but I'm, I'm in Secretos, and we gotta we gotta do it. Right? When in Rome, <laughs> yeah. Tom, 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 what are you smoking? I'm smoking a Heisenberg, which uh, Gina helped me pick out. Okay. And so far, so good. Ooh, Love it. Yeah. What, what are you sucking on over there, man? I mean, the cigar. I, I, <laughs> I am sick, so I am not smoking Oh, my tonight, Lord. So they, 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 we we did this it. for you. Yeah. So I'm skipping it. What do you got on there, there, Tommy Desmond? I have got a Long Live the King, which apparently this is the only place that sells these in this area. They're one of the wow. only distributors or something like that. I'm not, wow. I'm not a cigar aficionado. So, um, but I'm enjoying it quite a bit. So. Cool. If I was smoking, I'd probably be smoking a My Father would be what I was smoking, you know, a Garcia cigar, mm. one of my favorites. But uh, for the sake of making it through two hours of podcast tonight, I'm going to skip it. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I, 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 
before I go too far, I want to introduce my other, my, my other guests a, a little more. Um, I, I'm thrilled that Tom Otterman is here. Tom, Tom Otterman is one of the founders of uh, Metro Detroit Real Estate Investors Group. Snappy man, name, man. We commissioned a big brand study yeah. for that. <laughs> Very Tom, search engine friendly. Uh-huh. Give, a, give a little, uh, little more of an intro and, and let, 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 let our vast audience know how they can reach you. Uh, well, my name is Tom Otterman. I've been a real estate investor here in Metro Detroit for about 10 years. Uh, I'm a co-host of the Metro Detroit Real Estate Investors Group, and that meets once a month. It's uh, sort of the beginning part of a normal RIA meeting and the ending part of a normal RIA meeting without the speaker. It's just the standing around talking to fellow investors. And the afterglow part. It's the afterglow part. It's the the speaker sucks, let's go to the bar part. (laughs) Which is typically the end of most RIA meetings. And and actually, that's important because that's a large part of how Tom and I got to know each other. Uh, We we went to one of those uh, uh, RIAs uh, regularly that had gurus that were trying to sell you stuff, and we'd cut out and go to the bar and get to to know each other, and we ended up doing some really fun deals. That is true. we'd, uh, We'd stay through some of the speaker, and then... And at some point, we, we realized up. the speakers were just not that good. We kept leaving earlier and earlier. <laughs> and, uh, Why don't we just start at the bar? Born, huh? <laughs> Tommy, you, 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 you're, you're probably pretty well known to the folks that are listening, but introduce yourself again, and what, what are you doing now? <laughs> well, hi, everybody. My name is Tommy Desmond. I am a licensed agent, a licensed builder, and an active real estate investor in southeast Michigan, primarily Oakland County. Um, I do do some stuff in Macomb as well, though. Uh, I've been doing deals with. Uh, well, I've done a deal with Jeff here, and I've done deals with Jeremy. Well, we gotta, so you're we up next, more Tom. The too. <laughs> we got to do one. All next. right, all right. Um, I run uh, a handful of websites. Uh, TommyDesmond.com is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, all my contact info's on there, uh, and I also run a website called Oakland County Investors, which is uh, it's not necessarily a group the way Tom's group is interactive. Uh, it's more uh, I'm trying to I'm, I'm involved in the city in Troy. I'm on the zoning board of appeals there, so I get uh, I try and take some of the information that I get from some of the city meetings and put them up not just from Troy but from other cities I go to and things that would be of interest to investors. Put them up on that site so there's you know it's just a source so they can kind of check out yeah. some things that might not be super common knowledge yeah. um, Tom, Tom's a government guy but we still we, we still love him <laughs> the man go ahead say it Jeremy <laughs> looks like the man does <laughs> So, anyway, um, we're, we're starting off with um, four different bottles here, and, um, the, um, and I, the, the, um, they're actually quite diverse. I, I've got a couple that I picked here, and, and Tommy's got a, a couple that he picked, and I'll give you a, a little intro. Um, I've got an Eliza Craig Barrel Proof. The um, I, I've spoken about Elijah Craig uh, regular the the regular bottling before. It's one that I like to play with. It's one of my go tos. The, the 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 barrel proof are one of my favorite are, are some of my favorites. Now this um, Elijah Craig is a um, this is a, we talked about the Abuna um, on, on on a couple episodes there, and I said how I collect those by batch. Um, I actually, I kind of do that with Elijah Craig too. I only have a half dozen of these now. My 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 wall is a little a little light, but it's um I, I came into this a little uh, a little later. Um, they're barrel proof. I I picked a couple barrel proof ones because I just thought they would. Um, again, I'm not a cigar guy, so I thought they they'd hold up to the cigar pretty well. Um, this particular one is let's see, this is 138.8 proof. It's actually one of um it's it's a medium re- uh, range one for them. Elijah Craig releases this every quarter. And and, and um, they're now currently on the on the twelfth uh, release. This one happens to be the tenth release, and I know that because I carry this in my wallet and I know these things. So, so <laughs> this, this this is one I know, and yeah, who, yeah, but it's but again, it, it's a. Um, it, for a barrel-proof release, it's it's very it, it's a good price point. The the um, the problem with this one is that for Michigan, it's it's not really that rare. But in Michigan, we don't always get very much of it. So it's um, and oftentimes this is one that, that the the owners will hold behind the the counter. Um, it's some of them will put a, a big premium on it. You know, occasionally they'll put uh, ten bucks over min- state minimum, which I'm okay with. If they go higher than that, I actually buy them on the on, illegally on the internet, which is also 
a lot of fun anyways. But it's, um, I'm not editing that out. You've got to live with it. But anyways, this, is, this one's a, um, um, it's, it's a, it's a classic bourbon. It's, it's Elijah Craig. Um, it's, it's a, this is a small batch. So this is, um, uh, they're, they're, they're saying that it's 12 years old, uh, which means that everything in there is at least 12 years. But it's, it's multiple barrels. It's a, it's a batting of whiskeys. But they're taking it and, 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 and whatever they come up with, they're, they're barreling it at uh, barrel proof. And they're, each one will state exactly what the proof is. The other one I pulled is another... Another fun one, and this is one that that, that Mr. Desmond and I have um, have That's have, have, really have played good. with a, a few times. Yeah, th- th- this one is a Michter's Barrel Strength Rye, and um, I had okay. never heard of that until you showed it to me, and it's you know, phenomenal. I think it's probably one of my favorite ryes. There are there are you know I, 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 I've got to be somewhat useful here. Okay, uh, so so um, how, uh, what 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 makes a rye whis- whiskey? How much rye has to be in it? Fifty-one percent. <laughs> no, no, this is this, this like is, a dot. This, this, this is an American rye. It's got to be at least fifty-one percent. But this is Michter's. This is probably closer to seventy to eighty percent rye. That was very rye. Yeah. They're, they're they're not they're not they, they won't they don't say exactly what it is on this. But again, uh, the Michter's is a single barrel. This is a so each barrel um so very lim- each bottle is limited. Um, the, uh, a barrel um starts out being fifty uh, five, three gallons. But you don't know how long it's, how old it's going to be. Rye's tend to not to be as old as uh, bourbons, uh, but even you know with with five percent of angel share per year, they're probably dumping somewhere around forty gallons or, or something by the time they they dump these. This one happens to be I can't let's oh, this, this 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 one's a pretty pretty mild one. It's um it's um I'm trying to read. The proof here, oh, I'm, I'm seeing a, a, a 126.6 uh, proof. So this is a, it's a, it's a little weak for me, but you know, but I think it'll, it'll work. Um, you have to drink more. You can still run your car on it. <laughs> yeah, and, but Which is, again, oh, that's a low bar. That's that's the bar. That's where it's it, at. It, 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 it's a fen- Does phenomenal. Does it burn? Jeff fen- likes it. Phenomenal ride. Well, it doesn't burn so much, but uh, <laughs> but uh, um, these will Barely. take these will take water, um, but. I'm smoking cigars at a, at a at a at a whiskey bar. I'm not putting any water in these damn things. I, I I normally wouldn't do it anyways, and I don't have a I don't have a dropper here. These guys would take water if you want to do it though. But either one of them. Um, Tommy picked uh, quite quite different selections. He's got a. Hmm. One moment. <laughs> um, uh, he, he's got a Glenmorangie Lasanta. Remember Glenmorangie? You say say, say Glenmorangie, and I don't know you. <laughs> you know it's, it's Glenmorangie. Um, but Lasanta is a sherry um, yeah. aged um, uh, uh, whiskey, and I'm sure J- Jeremy would probably. I, I suspect that Jeremy would like the way this one smells, but he's kind of sick, so he's. I'm, I'm, I'm not letting. Can't him, smell shit right now. I'm, I'm not letting him stick his nose in my in my, sh- in my crap tonight. <laughs> but it's, uh, but, it's uh, but, th- but this. This one is yeah. going to be a classic uh, sherry finished, and he also picked up a Belveni Car- Caribbean rum cask, which is a, a fourteen year. Uh, the the, the Glen Morangie, I believe, is twelve, right? Fourteen. Glen Morangie is twelve. The, the, yeah. the, the Belveni is a Caribbean ca- uh, uh, cask rum. So what they're doing is they're aging the um, they're aging the the whiskey. Normally in oak, and then at the end of it, they're putting it in a rum cast to finish it off. Um, what do you think, Mon? What, what are you getting? It's definitely different. You can tell. I mean, it's got a, it's rounder, it's fuller. Um, you like it? It's good. Yeah. I, initially, I didn't plan on having this one, but now that I've had it, I would I would drink it again. Okay, well, that that's one I actually don't know. So it's uh, you try you know, but it's uh, well, yeah, eventually. <laughs> but uh, of course, I mean, I don't I don't turn down a whiskey, but, but it's. Uh, <laughs> So for me, this uh, this Eliza Craig barrel proof um, again, it's it's barrel proof. So there there is a bite to it, um, but I get classic bourbon. I get I get molasses. It, there's a there's sweet bourbon. How, how what, what 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 what's the uh, the, the main grain in a bourbon? Corn. Uh, it's corn squeezes. My, my potamon is doing so well here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, at least fifty-one percent corn. This is going to be. <laughs> no, there be on the test. Pop quiz. Jeremy has uh, has taught me how to uh, some of his tricks for wholesaling, and he is for for a non-drinker. He is probably going to be among the best non-drinking bourbon uh, aficionados in the in in, in in especially in the area. They smell amazing. That's all I have. <laughs> to say they fill the room up it's great 
But anyway, the the, the Alaskan crab it's um it's con- a considerable amount of corn. It's most, mostly corn, but um but you got you got the, the 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 there's always a little bit of malted barley in a in a bourbon that that that's to get the process going. The mixer we got the mixer's rye, which is um. Rise, rise have a spicy note on the um, on, on the on the nose, and um, it's a little tough for me to catch it here. I'm not a cigar smoker, but I'll tell you the the, the ventilation here is, is good, is it not? I mean, excellent I'm, ventilation, yes. especially in comparison to some other local places. My understanding is Ronnie. Ronnie, the the owner isn't actually here at the at the moment. He may come in a little later. Um, I believe they've only got one third of the ventilation on and for me this is really cool because again i one, one of the problems for me going to uh, cigar bars that have good walls is i like trying different stuff and i can't taste them as much and i to me mm-hmm. i lose too much of the whiskey here i'm tasting it um and the other thing is that i i could go home and i didn't have to strip completely when i went home the other night it, the, the ventilation is considerably better than some of the cigar bars i've been to um and so you're getting, uh, what, what, what are you catching on the Los Santa over there? The well, Los Santa's been one of my favorites for a long time. Actually, before they even call it Los Santa, they used to just call it Sherrywood Cask. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it's just pretty much one of the classics. I mean, price point-wise, it's like one of the cheapest, best whiskeys that you can get. I mean, I mean, what is it, 65 70 bucks a bottle? Which, yep. I mean, for for what it is, that's I consider very, very good. Well, and I like sherry in general, and I think this is just one of the best examples of it. Glenn, Glenn Morangy was one of the early... Frankly, Glenn Morangy has a has a history. They had a period where they basically made some pretty bad whiskey. Um, um, but but what they were they were one of the first uh, first of the Scottish uh, distillers to try different uh, different finishes. Yep. So they, they they now have uh, the the Losanta, which is a sherry. They've got a Kinterurbane, which is a, a port cast. It's a they've port. got they've got a the uh, Nectar Dior. N- Nectar Dior. Nectar uh, which Dior. Is, is that? Uh, I don't know which one that. I've never had that one. I, got, I, I, have, I, I had it once, but it wasn't. I don't really remember it that well. I, 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 I've it had it. Very they're not my favorites, um, but it's a. It's a which I, one was I, that? I believe it's a Chardonnay finish. Is it? If you do not like whiskeys, uh, or you think you don't like whiskeys, these are often um, whiskeys that I introduce to non-whiskey drinkers because there's a lot. There's a a very significant wine finish in all of these. Um, uh, a lot, of, oftentimes, women um, who 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 think they don't like whiskey, I will try these. I'm like a lady. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm like I'm like the hairiest, ugly, ugliest lady. You're around. an ugly lady, dude. <laughs> well, we we are in Ferndale, also, so, uh, <laughs> but it's you know, for, for the but it's uh, but. <laughs> They are hairier here. I don't know what to say about that, but it is, it is true. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's a... Uh, Mama Fratelli from the Goonies. That's the kind of drag queen I am. <laughs> so, so, Sorry to go hang myself. <laughs> so so let, let's, let, let's get into it. I mean, this, is a, this, this is a group that um, um, I'm, I'm thrilled Wait, to have. Tom's drinking a barley pop. What are you drinking? Oh, yeah, man? there we go. Yeah. Oh, I'm drinking a uh, Norm's Raggedy Ass IPA. <laughs> there we go. Which, uh, barley pop. Other taps here. They have, looks, I think... looks awfully light, Tom. You know, the, the color is just how long they roasted it. So okay. There, there's no correlation with... Uh, just like size bitterness. doesn't matter. IBUs, alcohol. And, 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 and Tom can give us... It, when, when he does his series, this, this is actually Tom's very first uh, podcast. So I, we promised that we'd be a little gentle, but, uh, but only a little bit because he's also a good friend. <laughs> but, uh, but, Tom, but Tom could give, mm. give a series on, uh, on IPAs. I mean, he, he, he knows IPAs. Probably better than I know whiskeys. You know, um, so. it, it is my preferred my preferred beer. They have uh, the Norm's Raggedy Ass. A lot of the IPAs have six and a half, seven, eight percent alcohol by volume, um, and this is typical for 6%. That, that sort. Do they, 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 they buy, do they have to label that? <laughs> I mean, I, I've yeah, only got I got that's only like like uh, I've only got a hundred uh, I've only got one hundred twenty six proof. That's here. like the condensation on, on your drink, it? probably. Cool. But uh, you're standing in front of the camera. <laughs> there we go. Ronnie, the, uh, Ronnie come on over. The, the, yeah. the, the, right there. We got a mic for you the, right the, over here. The, 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 the owner, uh, the, the owner of the bar, just uh, hey, welcome. Just came in. This is. This is Ronnie. Uh, couple, uh, 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 McGregor gave you an introduction already, but uh, introduce yourself to, to our vast listening audience. Thank there. you, Ronnie. sir. Th- thank, yeah. Thanks for letting us play here, man. Glad <laughs> to have you guys here. Um, Ronnie from Secreto Cigar Bar in Ferndale. Um, actually, I don't look at us as a cigar bar. Look at us more as a whiskey bar that sells cigars. I, I, I would agree. You've got, you've got a wall that is 
phenomenal. Uh, but we actually won Cigar Bar of the Year this year, which Shower Magazine gave us, which was quite interesting. But it wasn't uh, it wasn't for what I thought it would be for. It was for our small batch boutique selection. We don't carry the mainstays. We don't carry the big brand, big house stuff. I go out and seek cigars that are obscure one day and phenoms the next. And a lot of the brands that we brought in, people thought, wow, that's just a nice band on a cigar. And the next thing you know, cigar of the year, cigar of the year. So I think we've had the Midas touch for that. But it wasn't... Uh, we came from uh, Smoker's Outlet, actually. Huh? That's where I started at. And uh, after that, I came up with the design concept for Wild Bills. And then we decided we want to do a cigar bar. So when I left there, under good circumstances, we still gave through a great relationship. Um, I came here and learned a lot of lessons. Well, I'll tell you, man, this is a... This is very very nice, and we're thrilled to do this. We, um, um, it's a phenomenal space. Um, they've got they got a back room there for uh, for where they do tastings and I say that I was just talking about the ventilation system here. I'm again, I'm not a cigar guy normally, and oftentimes I don't try exotic um, whiskeys when I'm in cigar bars because I can't taste them. I can taste them here. This is phenomenal. Thank you. Well, I, well, I will tell you one thing, and that's. When you, do, when you smoke cigars, and the way you light your cigar, the way you hold your cigar, the way you put your cigar on the ashtray, every one of them will change the complexity of the cigar, change the actual structure of the cigar, and actually that's the wrong way to put it. And you want to always have it laying on a plateau straight across. Okay. That's why right you're here. There's a little hole. You yeah. only got us one little hole here. Then, what, what time? <laughs> so we got to get you more ashtrays. There we go. You know? <laughs> um, but the thing is that the most important is pairing your cigar. So how, how did we do? Well, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you. So I ask people the first question when they come in. By the cigar that they pick, if you smoke the $10 cigar, that doesn't mean it's not a high-quality cigar. I have $10 cigars that smoke better than $25 cigars. All day and night and twice on Sunday. There's not a marketing machine behind them. It's all organic. They're the ones that are on the boards that people are talking about, not in little magazines where you're paying 125000 for an ad. Of course, the same is true in whiskeys. I mean, the, the, so, the, whiskey, the whiskeys we picked here are not the most expensive, but I think we did pretty well with a, well, a range of whiskeys and here. And what I'll tell you, you is that the question you have to ask yourself always is, what's the last taste you want in your mouth? The cigar <laughs> well, or the alcohol? That, that's not here, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> so, it, it, it comes down to, you know, if a guy wants a mild cigar, he's probably going to be wanting to have something. That's You can't have a pungent scotch with something that's a meaty cigar because it's going to be a smoky, peated scotch going barbaric with a very spicy cigar. You're going to want something to a mild to medium, a lot of complexity. So it's, that's the art of pairing. And people who will try and tell you compare vodkas, gins, tequilas, you can't pair those with a cigar. Why would anybody drink vodka anyways? You know, but vodka is just raw whiskey, isn't it? You know? <laughs> without the taste. Yeah. The whole premise of that is craft cocktails. You have to infuse it with preserves. You have to use bitters. You have to use all different kind of things you're adding to. Whereas with a dram, a couple droplets of water, especially with the Japanese stuff. I mean, that's more my... That's kind of uh, that. That is an impressive uh, Japanese shelf, and it really you know, is. Uh, <laughs> we, well, we've got every face that's ever come. Talking to, to the mic, talking to the mic. We've brought every, we've brought every face that's ever come in the state of Michigan, and that took a lot of hunting. Um, it's a single malt Scotch, essentially. It's not made in Scotland, so it's not called Scotch. Um, if you looked at Nika and all of their facings, if you started at this side of the bar. You went around six times for two weeks. You wouldn't run out of facings. Where companies like Hibiki, Suntory, they've limited it. And Michigan has the smallest of allocated products to us. Jim Beam Suntory doesn't get us. We've never had Hibiki 21 here. Fantastic product. And I'll give you guys a fight and tasting of all of them. But it, it's the whole, the complexity of the stuff. Guys that like the Arbors, the Lafroys, the Lagavulins, they're going to be the more on the Maya Geekyo Yoichi sides. But those come in lots of different years. We only carry one of each year in the state. They're already no age statement. They're no mas. Right. Thank God we loaded up. Your yeah. Nabikis are more of a floral and sweet profiles. 
Yamazaki, if it wasn't for Bill Murray and Lost in Translation, no one would know what it is. <laughs> I, I would. <laughs> you're that guy. Trams that you guys picked. I mean, I'll be honest with you. For the cigar you're smoking, you're smoking along with the King, Robert Caldwell, all Davidoff tobacco. That's a hybrid Corojo wrapper. And you're drinking with a rum cask finish. So that would be, to me, an ideal pairing because you've got spice and subtle sweetness and that's the perfect pairing. You you want that balance, sir. I don't know what you started out with. I'm 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 not sure what the cigar is. Um, it, you have it's a, a man I can see? Um, it's got a, a pretty a, pre, a pretty young woman. Oh, so you actually have a proprietary blend that's actually my top three favorite cigars in the store today. Cool. Again, that's, by Robert Cobble. That's I, I think I think McGregor picked that one out for it's me. It's actually made <laughs> by one of the most famous men in the cigar industry, Ernesto Carrillo. He's the person who made Lagroy Cubana and uh, sold it, went on to do great things. But that's the best cigar he's ever made. That Another cigar he does for Crown has La Carema. He but, just got number three this year for his own cigar. And what are you drinking with that? I've got, I've, I've, got, I've got a Mictor's Barrel Strength Rye and Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Bourbon. What do you have there? Oh. You have a barrel? So, on that note, that cigar is what I would call medium body full flavor. And I would have done, myself personally, I would have probably gone... Oops, i got to stay for the camera. Um, I would have loved to have seen you drink... More on the Hibiki side, more on the Yamazaki side. If you did an orphan barrel, an old blowhard, a lot. Oh, of not orphan barrel. I hate the Ashio's uh, 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 bastardizations. You know, <laughs> what? Just out of curiosity, because there's a lot of mixed reviews on that. I know. I and and and, and frankly, the rhetoric, uh, the, the the younger rhetoric is good. Um, there's two. Yeah, I know. There's uh, only two to me. The, what's a twenty-one and a twenty-two? Only two I look at with any admiration, and the only ones I revere. Lost okay. profit, old blowhard. Okay, right. Well, you got the rhetoric up there, though, don't you? We sell them all. Okay. There's, you know, the flavor profile for everybody, but yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, that's what they have yeah, most but to, of, so that'll go up to 27 to, years. To, to, to me, even if they're good, I, I hate Diageo's um, uh, marketing on them, and I don't want to get into a rant on, on Diageo. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> know. But, but what it is, though, people have to understand, the gifted horse is a whiskey, it's not a bourbon. Gift, gifted horse is, is a... Is a um, a monstrosity. <laughs> you know, it should, Open it's, holler was, I thought, a monstrosity. My, my, yeah, I would agree with that also. <laughs> Open holler is, uh, is Dickle, uh, Dickle, Tennessee. Gifted horse is basically, they sold this as this, this, this fantastic old barrel that just happened to be mixed with corn whiskey. But we're not, there's no way it's, they're lost for, to begin with. I mean, the whole, the whole thing is garbage. There's no way they lose, uh, uh whiskey barrels. They're, the, the whole marketing, um, plays plays people who know whiskey as fools, and and they, and they happen to have this thing that that just happened to be mixed with corn whiskey, which has never ever been at the distillery, but not just a little corn whiskey, five tanker trucks full of whiskey. Uh, you you know. <laughs> I, just so you know, what I do with Hoop and Holler and Gifted Horse, I do a fifty fifty ratio. You, you, you half of it you pour, half of it you throw away. <laughs> Jeff, I wish you had an opinion on something, you know? I do a 50-50 ratio with Gifted Horse and Hoop and Holler. <laughs> and the heat it's got, it's a low proof. Yeah. But I'm going to ask you this. We haven't had it in this state. You've talked about Diageo. Have you had Blade & Bow 23? 22, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have. What did you think about that? They're, they're okay, but I don't want to plug Diageo. You got, you got good whiskey on these shows. I'm a Sazerac Buffalo Trace guy all the way through and through. Uh, I, I, I understand that, but yes. But I will tell you there are uh, – Parker's Heritage is one of my favorite lines. We're using those for the whiskey. That, 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 that's Heaven Hill. That's not, that's not Buffalo Trace. No, I know that. I'm okay. <laughs> so we're, using, we're saving that for the whiskey bar in the back. Parker's Heritage has got it 1 through 10. Par- 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 Parker's Heritage are some one phenomenal four things. Are, you, know, you might as well call them unicorns. They exist. I mean, they're out there, but very hard to get. Well, they're expensive as hell. Um, we've got 5 through 10. I would say the, their latest offering, their 24-year, is probably the top three bourbons right now out. I don't think there's a bourbon that's... I haven't had a bourbon that like that in years. The 24-year Parker's Heritage this year is phenomenal. And when you talk about Heaven Hill, I, I love Heaven Hill. Well, a, 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 an American whiskey company. The the private label Evan Williams, the Bernheim Sweet Wheat, 
Rittenhouse even now. The Henry McKenna tenure. Yep. I would call those the best bargains. Yep. That 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 Rittenhouse rye as an entry rye. I mean, it's it's, it's inexpensive, but it is a solid rye. Uh, that's actually one that I like to finish in. in uh, I put extra finishes Whose in. Selection was this a Diageo product? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, 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 I love it. Well, and Diageo just bought Highland Park, and, I'm, is, is and Highland the, Park is, is one of my favorites. This is the anti-corporate Jeff. This is the anti-corporate thing for Diageo. A lot. They, they, they're, they're, it's just a, I don't mind their whiskeys. I hate their marketing. Their marketing makes us look like idiots, and I, and I hate being marketed that way. We, 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 um, we're, we're going to move on to the to, to the real estate side, Ronnie. I mean, I, I this is phenomenal. Stick around for we're, part we're gonna, two, so we can have you on part two this, as well. This, this is um, th- thanks for coming by. Thank you so much for letting us do this. We've never this is our first time at. Glad uh, you got my mixers up there. Yeah, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal ride. You're doing phenomenal. all proof still there, man. You got some heat on that chest. Well, you know, it's, mm. yeah. I, I, I this, this, this is not the, the the lady slipper investment club. We're the renegades, for yeah. God's sake. You know, <laughs> and for those. Those listening at home, go to SecretoCigarVault.com, 248-542-4427. That's at 315 West Nine Mile Road in Ferndale, Michigan. Amazing place. I think, as he said, it's accurate. It is a cigar bar, but actually, this is a whiskey scotch place where you can buy cigars. And, 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 and guys, Excellent I'm ventilation, you, too, man. That, that I'm, I am... am I, I, I purposely picked these barrel strength ones because I wasn't sure I was going to be able to taste it through the cigar because I'm not normally a cigar guy. I'm doing great. I mean, I'm, I'm, they're coming through. Um, I'm, I'm really digging it. This is, and from what I, what I understand is that they've got one third of the ventilation turned on right now. Uh, this is, a, this is a phenomenal spot. So, so let's, uh, is it time to talk about a little real estate? Sure. We, we, yeah. we got a group. So it's uh, we, we we got time here. Did you 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 gave a promo for your group and did you, did you, did you, did you mention that your your wife is a is, is an agent also and uh, yeah she got her license uh, earlier this year another KW we got we got yeah, three KW another KW, guys. KW. I know they're, they're <laughs> taking over the world did, did, did you bring your your Kool Aid with you so we can uh, all have some right now I, I run it through a filter so I am not totally transformed although <laughs> guess, Gary guess is where Jesus. I first. Went when I uh, hung up my real estate shingle. KW, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, and, and uh, Tommy and Tom are are both phenomenal realtors. They both listed stuff for me. I do have a license, but uh, I really don't admit it that often. Um, um, but most of the time, when we I won't hold it against you, don't worry. Well, I, I say I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't usually say it publicly, but then again, who 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 in God's name thought I would ever be doing a podcast to begin with? But it's, uh, but, but, but but when I list stuff, I don't like listing my own stuff, and it's it's probably a bit of a quirk, and maybe we'll talk about that someday. But um, Tom, t- uh, both both uh, uh, t- t- Tommy Desmond has uh, has has a listing of my stuff right now. Tom Otterman has sold some stuff for for me and my son-in-law, um, and it was before he was a son- my, my son-in-law. He's still and he, he's still my son-in-law, so he did okay with. Him. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you, Tom. Tom, um, he he did a phenomenal job for a first-time buyer um, who was nervous, and um, obviously I didn't want that listing at all because he wasn't my son-in-law at the time. But um, um, but Tom did a great job working with him and and, and, and walking him through the thing. And and well, he, he was a, he was a great guy to work with, and it was a lot of fun. Well, and, uh, and I, I, I actually I trust you with my son-in-law, man. Well, <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, and I. I actually I enjoy that part of the real estate business. I know some people, some investors, they don't want to deal with sort of investors general are a pain public. In the ass. <laughs> uh, I've I've always enjoyed that. I don't know I don't know why it is, but uh, I have uh, the the broker I'm with currently, and I think we all know Ron Walraven. Yeah, and, and, and Ron, Ron is okay with us talking about him. I, yeah, I, I have I have indeed asked him, and uh, and he he's a great person to uh, to be with as an investor. But my wife got her license recently because we want to do a little more listing business, and that works out well going through KW. They've got a good program, and so we've been expanding that a little bit as well. Cool. Well, I'm very happy because uh, I've been trying for a year and a half to get Tom on a podcast, <clears throat> and he's finally on the podcast. So <laughs> thank you very much, sir. <laughs> of, course, of course, you realize now that now that you've been broken in that you're going to have to have your special 
on uh, on Jeremy's Renegade Detroit Investors Podcast. It's just all you. I see, I see the nefarious plan yeah. coming together. Well, you know, yeah. we're Jeremy's. like a schoolyard drug dealer. The first one's free, and we draw you in, and then yeah, it's much. exclusive. Barbara and Walters goes stop after. Stop giving you. away all my secrets. Well, <laughs> secrets. Jeremy couldn't couldn't snag the elusive Tom Otterman. Thank you very much for for for, for making my street cred go. Well, come up, man. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciate having you here. I didn't realize you had to lure you in with cigars yeah, yeah. and alcohol. I went with a flanking move. I went with a flanking move. You're welcome. Uh, you're reading the art of war, haven't you? I have been, yes. So, so you know, uh, besides, I mean, I've actually done business with all three of you guys, and I still talk to you, which is pretty amazing. But, <laughs> but, 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 but you know, among us, we all have we all have pages now. Of course, Tommy and 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 my pages don't have the traffic that that, that Jeremy has with with the information he's putting out. But Tom's Tom's page is actually become. It hasn't been it hasn't been very 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 long, but he's got he's attracted a group of people that are um, a group of really solid investors and any occasional flakes that comes in once in a while that we all get to beat up on and make fun of, which is really fun. It's one of my favorite parts of being part <laughs> yeah. of that group, watching well, these idiots be eaten alive. You know, well, <laughs> I'd say it's my primary uh, my primary networking. Vehicle, my well, primary well, the watering investor, hole yeah. for investors. Well, and, and, what, and what's happened is that 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 we we're we're, we're sharing some of our our, our 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 contractors. We're sharing the good ones and some of the bad ones. So you, you guys screwing up out there, man. We talk about we we say good and bad about we're, you. We're yeah. around, but but it's um and you but, got a search feature. So my wife uses the search feature on the group constantly when we need, hey, oh, we need a new roof for the first thing before she even asks me, because she she project manages all our flips now. The first thing before she's even asked me, she's gone onto the group and searched to see if somebody's had referrals up. And, and, and like I say, the, the, the folks that, that, that frequent your page, um, it's not it doesn't have a huge membership, but it's been growing rapidly, and you've caught some of the some of the most active investors in in the place. So 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 what? How, how did it happen? How how do, how do you think you got so 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 many experienced people so quickly? You know, I think it's just that there's an inherent value in the network effect of uh, knowing other people. When you're doing real estate investing, it's not a corporate type activity. It's, Thank God. It's an <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why a lot of us have gone into it. But it's an individualistic thing. However, your success really relies on being in a network of people. Um, we wouldn't survive just doing this all on our own. No well, way. We, we, we could, but that, but you know what? I, I, I disagree. We, we, we all have the tools pleasant. to do it. But for me, especially the way I work, is that um, first off, it's more fun, and I do more stuff farming off part of it. There, I, I have a little piece that I can do. I'm, 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 I'm fairly good at structuring deals because I, I like exotic stuff. But a lot of the stuff, you guys are better at it than I am. And besides the fact that you've got more patience dealing with civilians than I ever would, you know, because I, I mean, I, I just don't have the tolerance for that kind of crap. But the cool thing is that we, among us, we're all doing deals that we may never have done. I mean, Tom, Tommy uh, just put up a, a walkthrough on a, an interesting project that, that, um, that I've got. I've already got the buyer set up for it. Tommy's rehabbing this um, this house to, my, to to the buyer's specifications, and I own it. Um, and this and this is a a, 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 a less experienced investor, but who's doing some really cool stuff. He does not own it yet. He he does have a very significant. Um, I think he's got something like thirty grand down, so he's got a pretty significant investment in it. Tommy's doing all the rehab. I'm fine with it. We're actually closing in the beginning of the year, basically for tax reasons. Um, it was uh, it was convenient. There's, there's trust there. Tommy's doing it to his specifications. They've got complete access to it. This is a deal that may not have happened if we didn't have this kind of a network. It's it's it's, it's pretty well, damn cool. You know, there, there's you a know? there's a saying that people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. And I think what the uh, what meetups like Jeremy's meetup, Renegade Detroit Investors, which is an awesome meetup, uh, mine and some others that are out there, what they enable people to do is to get to know somebody. When I first went to my very first RIA meeting, um, I remember thinking, I'm not sure if this real estate thing is for me because the first people I met were sharks. Mm. Why? Why did I meet the sharks first? You, you, because they're there. sharks. <laughs> you know, they, they, they're not people like me, sort of sitting there going, "Oh, I wonder what's going on here," and you know, "What do you do next?" 
they were out looking for somebody to maybe Meat. sell an overpriced property. Or, yeah. <laughs> it's like a chamber of like commerce that. meeting. <laughs> it's, it's like a bunch of insurance people selling phone service to each other. Like, <laughs> that sounds well. <laughs> I mean, every time you go to one, that's what they are. It's like, hi, what salesman are you? I'm the salesman. Like, oh, you need phone service? No, I don't. Oh, you need insurance? No, I don't. Like, thanks. And then you rotate around. Yeah. So, but that's not the way the, that your meetup ever has been. So. But I, what I've seen, and I've seen sort of a pattern because we've been doing the, the physical meetup for a little over three years now. It's a, it's a phenomenal people meeting, People go guys. there. They, they start to meet people. They start to know them. And over the months, uh, things start to percolate. You know, and you just find people that you click with. I think it's well supported by the Facebook group, too. Honestly, I don't think that they would uh, – I don't think they'd operate as smoothly if, they, if they, there wasn't the symbiosis of those same people, the once a month that they meet and they talk, then they – can meet up online and then they still have like a constant touch communication going on and everybody kind of sees that everyone else is doing deals and you know so when you know you, you see Tommy Wooderson's deal up and then you talk to Tommy Wooderson it's like okay now I'm, I've, you, you almost have an ongoing role of relationship it's, it's, it's a symbiotic thing because yeah. they, they, each, they each reinforce people will show up for their first meetup and they'll already know a, a dozen people in the mm-hmm. room because even if they've never interacted on the page, they have seen what they've posted, and, yeah. and they sort of know, you know, well, you're a you're rehabber, you're a, you're a landlord, you're a wholesaler, whatever. They, they have a little bit of a background, they get a, a bit of a taste for people's personalities. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't think and, any and other readers do that, done. actually. <laughs> yeah, and they still do. Still, and they still talk to you, Jeff. How about that, huh? I am an important case. I do recognize that. <laughs> the, your, your group started, if I remember correctly, as an offshoot from uh, uh, networking from bigger pockets, correct? Evil pockets? It, yeah. Evil yeah. douchebag yeah, pockets? Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, 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 well it, I mean, back then, I mean, now it's go turned. fuck itself, bigger pockets. <laughs> no, no, no. We have a love-hate going, relationship with him. It's becoming much more of a hate relationship, but it, unfortunately, well, it's, that's it's where, losing that, its value by well, the moment. It, it is, is where I posted my blogs, and, and of course, that, that that much of this, well, frankly, much of this is, uh, is is Jeremy's fault. It's Tom's fault. I mean, the, the part part of the reason that I'm here, these guys had a lot to do with this, and 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 soon I will be talking about how how important they were in the fact that I'm even sitting here talking into a microphone and not not, not peeing all over my leg. You know, but it's <laughs> back to Tom's group, though. I think the nicest thing I could say about it is it's like cheers for real estate investors. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's like when you come to see your old friends and catch up and meet new people at the same time. You know what? It really is like that we we tend to get uh, anywhere from 25 to 45 people depending on uh you know the month and the weather and all that but you have a sort of a core group of people that tend probably at least 50 percent of the meetings you have guys that come once every three four months you have some people that maybe will pop in once a year and then you have have new guys who show up and i, I try to make a point to introduce myself to them but it's it can be hard when the with the room you know 30 35 people yeah uh but anybody who's listening to this, if you want to come out, just come out. All you got to do is stand around, talk to the person next to you. If you don't like that one, move down to the next guy. You, that, you'll you'll, you'll that, find somebody that's, 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 that's a better fit. I got a little <laughs> bit of a rant for you. So <laughs> we moved here from Pullman, Washington. And if you live in Metro Detroit, you have an amazing group. There are so many places to network. And I think one of the most important things, if you're going to be involved in a business is you need to hang around people involved in that business. I think that's important. I think network is important. Important. I think learning from others is important. Well, it, it, and it, that's it, one of the groups. It, it certainly accelerates your learning curve. And what, one, one of the cool things about the Renegades and, and Tom's group is that you see guys show up that have never done anything, and then three months later, they're, they've done their first deal. And then two months yep. later, they're on their second deal. I mean, I, I just did a deal yesterday. Well, I, I, I consummated it. Right? Well, th- th- this one was kind of interesting. A little different than I've ever done before. And if, for those of you listening to me, that's kind of, it kind of blows my skirt up a little bit. I mean, I, I, I like doing things I've never done before. Um, but it's, um, um, uh, Grant Warrington. I just, um, we, we basically did a, a, a cash out refi because he had some issues with the, the way, the way it was structured. And we, we talked a little bit, and we figured out a way that 
um, that he could bypass this crappy title company that he had. So essentially, he had the resources to buy the deal, and I did a cash-out refi, and a lot of you guys are going to know that you know, for, for to do a cash-out refi, you need a seasoning period. Um, his seasoning period was less than 20 hours, and that's only because I couldn't get him to Tom's meeting. I was, I was, trying, I was trying to get him to close at that Tom's meeting, but he was tied up. And then the other plan was that he was going to walk in here. Unfortunately, he had, a, he had a meeting in Howell today, and then he had to go to, to the west side of the state. But I, these guys didn't know it, but we were, we were going to close the, the financing side of it right here live. But let's say he couldn't do it. Grant, this is the first one. Perform on this one. We'll, we'll, we'll have you on here again, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wholesaled the uh, property to Grant. He's a cool guy, man. He's a cool guy. Yeah. But so so so, so, so you say you guys are you, so you you've got this you've got this group um you're there's you you don't make any money on it. You don't charge any fees and anything. Why do you do it? Is it is it is it worth it for you? Are you, do you, do you is there a benefit? You know, Jeremy and and Tom spend a, a fair amount of month, uh, a fair amount of time setting this up. Jeremy spends a huge amount of time getting these podcasts out to you. Um why? What are you doing it for? Well, for me, it's um, it is my one thing. I think serving the investor community is my one thing. I need to not fight it. I think like an investor. I am an investor. I might be doing real tart stuff right now, but <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I'm it's it's, it's, it's baby steps. <laughs> yeah, I am an investor, and quite frankly, I enjoy it too. I podcasting is fun. Talking to people is fun. I really like learning from people. And it's a sneaky way to get information you wouldn't normally get. Uh-huh. And, uh, you get to, and I like, I think what I enjoy about it, especially the podcast part, is I get to give exposure to somebody, but I'm actually receiving way more in return, but they get a ton of benefits oh, too. I'm, I'm not so, sure you, you, it's completely given it away. I mean, again, a large part of the reason that I'm here is, is due to Jeremy, Tom, and Tommy. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I mean, the odds that I do this on my own are basically nothing, you know, without, without these guys. Now, I'm not sure it's worth it, but it's, but, um, yes. <laughs> frankly, I'm, it's kind of fun. This, yes. this, this is, this is a blast. And I, you, you if, had you talked to me five years ago and even, even mentioned the fact that I'd ever be on a podcast, let alone have, what do we got? A dozen of these in the can now? We I mean, do, yeah. I mean, it, it's, um. This is 13 and 14 tonight, baby. 13 and 14. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Prolific I, podcaster Jeff Rabinowitz. Well, yep. but, but again, my, 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 my uh, I'm, I'm gonna, my, my se- we are doing seasons. We're getting to the end of the season. So there's gonna be opening, um, and, and of course, uh, Either time or your time. You, you you want these guys to pick up my my my, my spot? These let, let us know about it, man. Go, go to the place, share it, comment. You Very want good, time, Tom. You you okay. want Tom Otterman to, to, to level uh, three? Now we tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're actually you know, getting like, your own podcast. You know, it's like this is a plan. You knew there was an ulterior motive here. We got you. We got you live on the air, hardcore man. Basically, Jeremy said, "How the how do I get Tom Otterman? Let me work on the man. It dragged me out on a snowstorm night. Yeah, and he tried to weasel out." Of it, but I um I, I got him out here anyways. <laughs> Peer pressure is a horrible thing, let me tell you. Well, now now that I got Tom here, Tom, what what is it that made you start the Metro Detroit meetup? Because I mean, what? it's not like you need another thing to do, right? Well, you know what? I I didn't I didn't start it myself. I started it with Aaron Yates, and he had he had talked to me. I think we met at uh, I think we met at Bigger Pockets. I think we met in person at Wendy Patton's Ria, and. He proposed an idea it, huh? of having some sort of a meeting. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a really good meeting. One of our Shark Tank meetings. It was a uh, it was it was a good night. And I thought, you know what? The parts that I've always enjoyed about the Rias. Once I got past the very newbie stage, where any information was good information, like oh, a landlord should have a lease. Oh, I'm going to write that down. You know. <laughs> Once I got past that, I I discovered that. Usually, if it was a national speaker, maybe two out of ten times they were sharing valuable information. The other eight out of ten times, they were just, showing programs. It's just a commercial, and you've paid to go listen to the commercial. Yeah, which get, so, get, get, gets old really fast. The, the valuable <laughs> parts were when Jeff and I would cut out, and we go we go down to Champs or somewhere, and we we'd talk real estate. And, 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 and we what, 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 six to ten months before we ever did a deal, but then man, that deal that we did was. Phenomenal, man! I did something that had had it not been Tom that called me 
the chances of me doing that deal were slim to none. And, and again, we're not going to talk about that tonight, but it's, uh, some, someday we, we're, we're breaking them. Someday we'll talk about that the, deal. But the, uh, <laughs> what I thought is that the part that I got the most value from in a RIA meeting, uh, and I encourage people to go to the RIAs and, and go to Wendy's and go to the Oakland one. And, go and, to, and there is value. All the other ones. Go to all of them, you know. They're, they're, di- they're, they're different clientele. With you. There, there's overlap, but they are it's definitely different clientele. But there's it's, value to, to all it, of them. It, it's time well spent and money well spent. But the, the, the value that I found was the part before the speaker, the, the part after the speaker, when you're talking to your local investors, finding out what they're doing, um, finding out who you sort of click with and right. who you who you trust. It, it's not as mercenary as like, well, I want to figure out if I do, want to do business with this guy or if I want to sell something to that guy. But it's just a natural sort of an organic outgrowth. When you, you meet people and you get to a point where, hey, I want to work with you because right. I consider you a friend. What's better than, than doing business with a friend? So, so I liked having a. I like the idea of having a monthly meeting where you sort of cut out that whole speaker part, and you just have people that are there that are real estate investors looking to meet other real estate investors. You share what you're doing. Maybe you share a few war stories. Maybe you uh, you ask for some help with one of your challenges. Hey, how do you do this or how do you do that? Or you say, listen, I'm I'm a flipper. I'm looking for houses. Do you know anybody? Every, every meeting, I will I will meet somebody new. And they'll tell me what they have going on. I met a guy last night. He's got a house in Taylor that he's wholesaling. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, who's, who are the flippers here? And I'm thinking, okay, you know, who's here in the room right now that's a flipper that works that area, works down And there's almost always somebody and, and at your so meeting we, that we works that up. area. Yeah, I talked to um, Tom Mueller last night. Who I met him first uh, via Wendy's Rhea in that I posted a wholesale house that I had for sale on Wendy's website. And he called me, and he looked at it. He didn't end up buying it, um, sold it to another guy. But I told him about my meetup. He came to the meetup. He met Josh Sterling. Then Jeremy, he listened to your podcast with Josh Sterling, which... Josh is a superstar, if man. That can inspire, if that can't inspire you that you can do all kinds of big things in real oh, yeah. estate... To just stop will. now. It, 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 give it up. You have a number of podcasts, and i got to give a lot of credit to you because you do in-depth podcasts with... Real, active, local investors. And you, you dig deep. It's not superficial. These guys talk about what they're doing. They share real information. And, and, and the real guys, it's amazing how much, if, if you approach people right and you show respect, you know, the guys that show up at the RIAs are not afraid of sharing what they're doing. Um, first off, most of you guys that, that aren't, aren't going to do a damn thing anyways. But, but the ones that do... You know, again, I, I just did a deal with Grant Warrington, who I, I believe he's, um, he's he's been in this for two years. This was his 11th house in two years, and it took him a little while to get started. His 11th house in two years. This is a guy that I, I mean, again, and, and, and this is, we may talk about it at some point. This is, I, I tailored these docs specifically for him. I, I, it was... Um, it's actually kind of a fun deal, uh, and, and he was kind of thrilled that it, it, it probably is blog worthy, but uh, we're, we're not going to go on to it a whole lot. Grant is going is a guy who he's 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 just starting out, but eleventh house in two years. Um, this guy's going to be a superstar. He's going to be he's going to be a partner. He thinks I'm doing him a favor. He's paying me a phenomenal amount of money. To, to, um, to, to help him through this, and he thinks I'm doing him a favor. Grant, if you're listening to this, man, it's, it's, it's very mutual, man. You're doing, you're doing everything right. You, know? <laughs> I mean, you really are. <laughs> you know, I think when you, when you network, when you come to things with other real estate investors that are local, it does two things. One, you make the connections you need to make in order to learn how to do what you're trying to do. But you also gain the confidence. And a lot of people starting out, I don't think have that confidence that they can really do it. They don't know how to do it. They're not sure if it really works. This is not rocket science. They don't know what to do. They have literally no idea. They've watched it on TV, and yet when you meet somebody in person that's actually doing it, I think that's what what gives a lot of these guys the impetus to get over that hump and say, yeah, I am going to go out and look for rentals this weekend, and I am going to get it financed, and I'm going to talk to somebody about private lending and – and they just take off. And the, the, it's, and it's and the phenomenal thing, thing is that you, you, you show up to, to Jeremy's meeting, you show up to Tom's meeting. Not everybody will, 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 will volunteer who they are um, right off. But you approach people right. They're going to a, a public meeting. They are there to meet you. 
show her a little respect. Show um, sh- show that that, that 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 they're not wasting your time. You know, that you're not wasting their time, and you'll be amazed at how open some of these people are. I mean, I I I, I share. A large part of what I do. I'm not afraid that you're going to take my business away. I mean, how how, how many uh, how many houses are on the market right now? You I mean, can't. there's an infinite amount of business. Like, you can't there's take so much out there. It's, it's <laughs> literally <laughs> impossible. I, I'm not afraid if if you're running up with somebody, uh, 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 with somebody who who's calling them an investor and they're afraid you're going to steal their business. You're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you know that one guy that does all the real estate investing in, in Metro Detroit. You know that guy? Oh, there's not one. Who did you right? You know, <laughs> you know that one guy that controls all of Royal Oak or all of Ferndale. No, you're right. There's it doesn't exist. One. It's an impossibility. Like, Room for everybody. There's never any shortage of those opportunities. No, They're and, everywhere all the time. And the, and the the cool thing is that you know, say you know to me, and, I, and I've probably used it before. I mean, to me, real estate. And I, I'm not a team guy. I'm not an open kind of guy. I, and I, I wasn't. I, I kind of am now. And, and most of you don't know me before, um, before I was. But real estate is a team sport. And when you, when, when you, when you get that in your head and you're open to it, I'm doing stuff. I mean, I, I probably have six or seven open deals now. There's no way in hell I, I would have been able to do six or seven open deals. And most of them, I don't even know much of the detail. I mean, Tommy's rehabbing my house and, I just saw it today on his because uh, he did a podcast. I, I didn't know what the hell he was doing. It's well, great. in fairness, you, <laughs> you said you, you you said the quote. Yes, yeah, stop telling me anything. I don't care. So, <laughs> and which is kind of weird because VJ also said the same thing. So <laughs> I'm kind of just free balling it out there with this house. Yeah, yeah luckily but, it looks really good. So. Not, yeah. Well, I, I mean, you, you're doing a good enough job. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm actually going to sell this thing. Jeff's well, <laughs> just, just enough of a hands off guy that. I went to look at one of the flips he financed for somebody. They, 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 they did a good job. And, and I, but I, I never saw I, it. I liked it. I walked through it. I actually took some pictures because I thought they did a great job with the uh, decor. And, and, and I appreciate that because I, I wouldn't and, have seen it otherwise. Jeff had never seen it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, was his, it, was his, it was his deal. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a little Sounds about on. right. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> We got five minutes before well, an hour. Well, so 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 how how we, 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 we let, let, let's start wrapping those up. Do we do we do we have a segment here? So so again, I mean, how um, Tom, what 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 do you want to add? I mean, you're you're the you're 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 the you're, you're the where's it going? Here, so, where's so the we, group headed? The guest of honor. You know what? It, <laughs> the group's doing what I hope the group would do, and that's bringing people together in the, the metro area to meet each other and. Uh, Explore doing things in the future, learn from each other, and all that. So, if anybody wants to get involved in that, there's a Facebook group. It's called Metro Detroit Real Estate Investors Group. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. It's a closed group. <laughs> it, it, we try is, to keep... it is such a catchy name to it. I mean, I, it's I know. Phenomenal. So, I know. so <laughs> when do you set up? When, when do you set up the official cruise that we all get to go on and write <laughs> off? Hey, what, what, what do you think? The course for nine ninety seven. Yeah. You, you, you well, think, so, Order now. So, so when uh, when you, you, you we're here over at Secretos, do you think this might be a good spot for 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 doing a for Ooh, doing a, a meetup some, someday? Sure, absolutely. Fuck yeah, and I like you, it. I like it. You know, say Ronnie's got this 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 great bar. He's also got this this private room back here. I mean, this could be a great place to have twenty five guys uh, hanging out, smoking cigars, and, and, and the, even the meeting does rotate. I don't think you actually cover the fact that it does move around. I mean, for the past several meetings, it's been going to one bar, but that that isn't consistent. It has yeah, moved it's from a, place it's to a, place. It's like a floating place. crap game. It, the uh, yeah, well, there you go. Hey, the, the back room, right? Uh, you know, some Rias, most Rias, Jeremy's is on a specific night. On the what the first uh, Tuesday of first the, Tuesday of, the month. of every month except right. July, yep. and and almost always it always brewing. It's going to be there from now on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ours tends to move around a little bit, but uh-huh. it's usually the second or third week of the month. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, and we announce where it is on our Facebook group. And I have an email list if. Anyone wants to get on the email list, send me an email, otterman at gmail dot com. That's it's like eight. it's like an investor rave. It is. It's it, like, re- yeah. it really is. I you mean, have to go to the map point to find the direction. It's like an after hours party. You got to knock on the unlocked <laughs> well, door and, 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 uh, and talk about it after hours. I mean, you know, the guys who've been listening to this know that I'm I'm kind of a late night guy. I mean, how many times do we have the meeting? They kick us out, and we're we're still doing we're still talking about deals in the damn parking lot. And 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 and, and we do deals. I, I've I've actually signed contracts at, at Jeremy's um, um, uh, meeting. I've, I've signed contracts in, at, at Tom's meeting. 
business actually gets done at these things, guys. It absolutely so, does. But, yeah, absolutely. I, I think I actually remember standing in the parking lot at three thirty in the morning at Corktown Tavern <laughs> with both of you guys <laughs> a couple yes. of years ago. For, yes. uh, it was a renegade. That's, that's, uh, hey, we're renegades. That kind of thing has happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we go longer than the bar stint. It, it makes me feel good. You guys did that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tom, how do people get a hold of you, Mr. Tom Otterman? Uh, best way is email A-U-T-E-R-M-A-N at gmail.com. All right. And for Mr. Tommy Desmond, you can go to TommyDesmond.com for all things Tommy Desmond. You'll see him there. And if you're interested in any um, of Jeff's stuff, uh, go to if you go to Bigger Pockets and you search Confessions of a Private Lender, you will see all his stuff there. You can also go to Legal Shield Associate dot com forward slash j rabinowitz r-a-b-i-n-o-w-i-t-z you can check out the facebook page facebook.com forward slash damn the recession and of course uh you can always email them real estate at farmer jeff p-h-a-r-m-e-r jeff.com and we have the owner of this fine establishment let everybody know who, uh, where we are. Yeah, how do, how do people, what can people expect, how they get a hold of you, and where they find this place? Sir? We're at Nine Mile and Woodward. Uh, we're actually off of West Nine Mile, four doors west of Rosie O'Grady's. In, in, in fabulous Ferndale. Fabulous Ferndale. <laughs> you were talking real estate, you might want to hit Hazel Park right now. That place seems to be screaming. Um, I wanted to introduce you guys to some Japanese drams before you left. We're going to do another segment. Why don't we? We'll 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 queue it up again. We'll do we'll do another segment. What's your? I got your website here too. Secreto Cigar Bar. There we go. S e c r e t o Cigar Bar. Dude, this place is awesome. If you're listening at home, this is a place to come out to. You're interested in whiskey, scotch, all sorts. He's right. This is not a cigar bar. You can buy cigars here, but this is a this is a whiskey scotch bar, man. I mean, they got some good shit. Jeff says it's good, but she ain't fucking around. What the hell do I know, though? <laughs> yeah. I think this is the third time that I've been here, and I still haven't had the same thing twice. And I'm just on the scotch. I haven't even gone to any of the others. This is and most good. importantly, you could bring your girl or the business person who doesn't like cigars, fucking bitch. And I, I, because <laughs> the ventilation is so good here, I swear I'm, I'm to God. I'm telling you guys, I, I'm not a cigar guy, but I'm, I'm digging this. And I, and I can, I, I'm, I'm sucking on the cigar, and i got guys smoking cigars around me, and I can taste the whiskey. This is phenomenal. You know, this is phenomenal. <laughs> All right. And if you guys uh, haven't yet already, please rate and review on iTunes. Share this. Um, preferably from Facebook so we can see it because then we can thank you. Uh, but if you don't share it from Facebook and you share it anyway, thank you very much. If you already did, um, rate and review on iTunes. Thank you. And until the next podcast, take care.